Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everyone. Welcome to 6060 here on The Distraction. I'm Jeremy Lambert. Today, we're joined by Cher Delaware, who was seen singing Judas this weekend at AEW Full Gear. Cher, first question, are you cold like December snow? Actually, yes. It's like 40 degrees here today. Let's discuss this because you have been very adamant that you are not a fan of Chris Jericho. He has blocked you on Twitter, I believe. Uh, You are not a fan of Judas, and you were caught live on Bleacher Report during AEW Full Gear singing Judas. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, firstly, I know the words to this song because my kids have terrible taste in music that they get from their father. So they make me listen to it all the time. And secondly, I was trying to break the walls down and just get get into the moment, and it just did not turn out well for me. What role did Issa play in this? She was there as well, and I don't feel she has gotten enough heat for this. Do you place any blame on her? Um. Well, in the clip, she was pointing at the ring because they had the Puerto Rican flag in the ring. So you can visibly see her saying, that's my flag. But I don't know. This is, it's so much. This guilt is like a heavy cross. Can you sing the chorus for us right now? No. But you know the lyrics? Yes. But so why won't you sing it? Because I cannot sing. But you you were caught at AEW Full Gear singing. So you know the lyrics. You were singing at Full Gear. Why can't you replicate this moment right now? What are you trying to hide on this show? There is nothing left for me to save in this wreckage of my life. Cher, the uh, Judas incident was not the only thing you've gotten in trouble for. In Minneapolis, let's talk about the Minneapolis media dinner. What do you have to say for yourself about that? You know what? I resent your tone. And I said, psychotic. This one's for all one. pals and O'Neill. Such a feed from the jaws of victory with the pop gun and the chubby cheese. Distraction. Hey, pop Joseph 
Hello, welcome everyone to The Distraction. I'm Jeremy Lambert, joined as always, Joseph Holbert. Joseph, how are you? I'm good. I didn't like that shot there when I was like, that was bad as like Oracle of Wrestling shit. But I'm good, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm very good. Um, it's just strange, this show being the outlier in our schedule now. We have to like come up with ideas and have an open intro and stuff. It feels weird. Normally we just start now and talk. Yeah. So I'm still adjusting to that. But you know, overall I'm very good. How are you? Good. I'm wearing my Brian Danielson shirt today in honor of uh, the new the new heel, Brian Danielson. The American um, Dragon? Yeah, the American Dragon, the GOAT. Yep. Fair. <sighs> He's a heel now. Do you see this, Joseph? He's just a dick. I told you that weeks ago. <laughs> I told you, he was a dick to Eddie Kingston, man. That's all you need to know. Everyone said he's a heel. That's what they're telling me. He'll shake hands with um, with Hangman at the end of the program, you know? Oh, my God. You never what? know what's going to happen on oh, the distraction, no. folks. You never know. Jack yes. Crosby is here. Oh, my God. It's Bill Goldberg. <laughs> I just made it. I just made it. How you doing, pal? I got a rare. I got a rare day. My mother's upstairs with the baby. Oh we're doing some, we're getting the Jack, you're so out of breath. <laughs> I ran, my house is three stories. I ran down. Oh, what a humble brag that was! My house is three I ran, stories. I ran down from the top because we were putting the Christmas tree together for the baby. We got we got one for her room, so my wife and I put it together. And I ran down here, computer, lugging the computer and all, because I ended upstairs and me working. I got here though. <laughs> Not whispering, breathing heavy. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? I'm doing. I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Good guys. Uh, you can leave a humper chat, whatever, a bobber chat, whatever those things are called, or a super chat. So do do one of those things. I don't know. I don't know if we get a cut of any of this stuff. Leave it all on the uh, post show video. Send all your money there. <laughs> I know we get a cut of that. So send your money there, everybody. Yeah. Very, very Jack, what, Jack, you're running the show. What would you like to talk about, Jack? Oh, th- this is going to be an hour and a half of Brian Danielson. Okay, oh, good. That's fun, man. This show's going to be an hour and a half. Are you guys kidding me? It's going to be an hour and a half of Brian Danielson. I saw something in the the preview. I don't know, Jeremy. You saw something about or the pre- something about sh- that Charlotte Becky bullshit. Yeah, we got time for that. We <laughs> got time for that shit. Bro, oh no watch some of that, that shit. Yeah, no, we do have to talk that. about this. Look, I, I put I put the graphic together uh, for for this. I will. I will. No, I, no, I, I put I, it I in the description. I was actually talking to the wife about that before because she saw I don't know Becky or Char- one of them was on ESPN today or something. Either yesterday or last night, and she was asking me, "What's this all about?" And I was like, "Who cares?" And she's like, "Well, can you at least explain?" I was like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> Becky was on Hawani's show yesterday. Have they done more media? If they've done more media today, I haven't watched it. My wife, I don't know. She she might have she said something about ESPN, and she and she we no. usually have ESPN on in the morning, so maybe Charlotte was. Maybe. Well, what can you do? This is all a, this is all a, a shoot, Jack. Like they're gonna go out there and punch each other in the face on Sunday. At first, I thought it was a shoot, but the more and more they're out there and just talking, talking, driving the point home. No, it's not. I will say, I don't, look, I don't know these people. Becky Lynch is very convinced in these interviews that she's not like, like there's definitely some truth to what she's saying. I'm pretty convinced of that. Now, do I think there's any chance they're going to go out there and punch each other in the face for 10 minutes rather than have a wrestling match? No. Um, I think it's a very interesting, genuinely, while I agree with Jack's general sentiment, I do think it's an interesting conversation in terms of this like 
modern take on kayfabe that kind of, I think Russo was like the first that really loved this idea that you kind of basically say, all of this other stuff is phony and they're friends, but these two really hate each other. You know, will they, will they cooperate? Will they be able to, they haven't gone quite that far from what I can gather, but they're definitely trying to get across the idea that, yeah, these two really hate each other now. You know, you got to tune in and sign and find out what's going to happen, which is interesting. I don't know if I like it or not. I mean, I don't particularly, but it is an interesting concept, especially for WWE, which is such a kind of safe, pristine product most of the time. I don't know. It's fun. I hope they do a move for move remake of CM Punk against Eddie Kingston. Just <laughs> Okay, starts. so here's the thing about that, okay? You've seen the movie Psycho? Jeremy? Yes. Yeah. The original or the stupid? The original. Movie? The original. Yes. See, Jack yes. Nathan game. And it was almost like a project, like a case study. They remade the movie shot for shot exactly the same. But with Vince Vaughn as the lead. Terrible film. No good. No one no one but why? Why is it? Why is it worse? It's the same film, shot for shot. That's what you would get if you had Becky and Charlotte trying to be Sam Punk and Eddie Kingston. Yeah, they're both good. They're, they're great they're great professionals in their own way. They ain't king and punk. <laughs> it's different, very different vibe. Who cares? That's not what I want. It's it's gonna be. I, it might be a fine match. I don't know, but Pretty at good. least make it something different. And in WWE, nobody's actually seen oh. that CM Punk Eddie Kingston match, right? It's not like it was yeah. by a major company. O'Neill just watched it a couple of days ago. Okay, now look. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Will they do one of those spots that famously Sean and Mankind did, where you put in something where it looks like someone's pissed off, the other one messed up? Remember the famous spot where Sean like pretends he's angry at, at Mick for messing up, even though that was planned all along, to kind of tease that they're not getting on, they're not cooperating. Do you do something like that? Do you fake dissension within the work, or do you just have a match and lock up and work some holds? If they, you know, I already hate when people like lock up in these blood feuds. It's one of my my biggest complaints, and that's why Punk and Kingston was so different. Is that like they they weren't trading any holds. They shouldn't do any holds. Just go out there and just fight. They should just do MMA spots, you know? Like right. take down into the guard, elbows from the guard yeah. and everything. Just work an MMA fight. That's what they should do. I don't know. Jake, how good would that match actually be if they just went out there and brawled? Because I don't like it doesn't feel if, like it suits their styles to me. Yeah. If you told like as of right now, it unless Something takes me away. The only Survivor Series match I plan on turning the Peacock on for is Biggie and Roman. You know, the, the match that should have been the WrestleMania main event in Dallas, but those people are morons. I'll watch, I plan on watching those two if I could. Yeah. If you told me, like, that Becky and Charlotte were going to do that, like, if you were backstage and you called me and you said, Hey, Jack, listen, just a heads up, they're going to go out there and do this. I'd watch. I'd watch. But I'm intrigued. We, they, we know what's going to happen. I don't know what's gonna happen. That's the thing. Is like they, they've kind of they've kind of sold me on hey, anything can kind of happen. Do I think they'll just kind of do like a wrestling match? And like you said, Joseph, maybe they work in a spot where, hey, we're actually like really pissed at each other. I don't know if that'd be good though. Cause didn't Charlotte and Naya try that and it sucked? Becky's a lot better than Naya. No, but... I think that actually happened. <laughs> no, no, no. But they, when they did the rematch, they did. They oh, did the right. Thing. Yeah. 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 When they did the rematch, they definitely did the, oh, anything can oh, happen. No. And then they did like the fake kind of punch. Okay. This actually, if we're going to do the conversation. Let's have the conversation. Okay. You are the agent for this match, Jeremy Lambert. Now, this is not, I want to be clear here. Okay. And Jack is the third man. He can confirm what I'm about to say. This is not you putting a match together to pop yourself exclusively. <laughs> 
You were given the job. You have to put together this match for the best of everyone's involved. What would you call it with Jeremy? You know, I like would, broad strokes. I would have Becky kick her in the face and pen her in three seconds. Yeah, so I kind of felt I kind of thought you were going to have an answer there. Um, Jack, what do you think? How would you set this thing up? I first, you know what I want to know. I want to know how many different variations of the Montreal Screwjob Brooch Pritchard is going to suggest. Oh, dude, they're going to—they're definitely going to do that, right? Oh. How many? How many Why? different ways? Now he's not going to save her, but he's going to say, "How can we make it look like the Montreal Screwjob?" And then there's going to be ten people in the room going, "Oh," and then Vince is going to go, "I like it, pal." Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do it. The finish is something I didn't even fool about. Who are they? Yeah, somebody's got to go over, technically. Mm, they're probably going to do a DQ, right? Maybe, but see, that's... Do you... A serious question, because, Jack, I know you haven't seen this. Someone asked this, Jeremy, this is a very quick thing. You know when Becky made a point of being like, Charlotte wasn't upset they weren't... They were trying to my name during the Rhea match for Rhea. She was upset yeah. for herself. Yeah, that popped me. <laughs> that popped me. I mean, I'm not saying that's a shoot, but like... <laughs> That was, oh man, that popped me so, so much. Uh, All right, legitimate answer to how I would put this match together. To make everybody, like, kind of look good. I would have Charlotte, like, lay into her a good chunk. Like, not not take the the full match, but I would have Charlotte, like, give her some shots on this thing. And then I'd have Becky fire. I'd have Becky go over because... Of course, I'd have Becky go over Charlotte. Uh, I'd have I'd have Becky fire back at her. It would be it would not be like holds and stuff though. It would be more of of a brawl. Like yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't be trying to work an arm, work a leg type of thing for these submissions. It would be more of like a hard hitting type thing that you're just you don't often. You definitely see need to area. like there definitely needs to be a brawl at the bell, right? They yeah. need to meet in the middle and just you know do the you know the. Um, Fry Takeyama spot that happens in every match now, including Punk Kingston. Everyone does it. You need to do that. Where you go from there, like I think you just trade the big, the biggest moves they have and do like kind of a bomb fest and fucking whoever goes over goes. I, I don't know. I I look, I didn't credit to them because it's a it's a match they've run hundred and one times and there is interest in it. So that's bravo, right? That's what the ice what it's all about. But I'll give them that. I'll give them yeah. that credit. Like at least they've created, which is which is another reason why I think that like. I'm sure the two aren't best friends anymore. Like, it's not like it wasn't yeah. 2015 with those two. I'm sure that's not the case, but I, I do think they were nudged that any interviews you do. Yeah. Just kind of make it look like you two just absolutely hate each other. Cause again, cause like you said, like they're, this is a match they've run. How many goddamn times have Charlotte and Becky exactly, yeah. each other? Like, so yeah. th- this at least creates something a little different where you're it like, does. okay, maybe I'm, I just, the one thing I'll say, and I'm not trying to promote this match for them, but I will say WWE is 100% a wrestling promotion that would be like, oh, no, don't get on, we're 100% running that match at Survivor Series. Like, they love that conflict. They love that competition among top stars. They always have. So there is a chance that there is, like, a lot of real bleeding over here into the, the fake TV show. The big question is, I think it's the one that we all kind of agree not much, it don't feel like much of that's going to bleed over into the match, right? Like, there's too much to... Stuff like this loses its way when no one expects it. When everyone going into the match is talking about can they cooperate and shit, 
they should be yeah. able to cooperate. I don't, I'll be stunned if there's a real drama on oh, Sunday. Remember um, a few years ago, many years ago, when like people thought Charlotte and Sasha had like heat during their matches because yeah. Charlotte was like like really physical in those matches. I distinctly remember a spot where it was like uh, she had her up for a sidewalk slam on the the middle rope and just like dropped her uh, across yeah. the top rope or top turnbuckle, and that looked like it sucked so bad, like. I don't know how much if you can put like some dangerous elements into this match like that, but I would certainly try to work in some of that stuff. Do you think, Jack Crosby, that there is a place for this level, this kind of? And again, before any further, I'm not saying this this is doing it because I haven't seen enough to say so. But you know this kind of someone mentioned Edge and Matt in the chat. This deal where you kind of take kayfabe, like you go within the the universe a little bit, and you're like. There's some real shit going on here. The commentators basically say as much, right? And you work the match yeah. differently. Is there something to that or is it kind of – is it a little bit outdated now? I don't know. I've been thinking about it myself. What do you think? No, I think in the age of the internet, I think you have to. Yeah. I think, I, I think it's necessary for – again, like I, I do agree that like this scenario is perfect for these two women because, yeah. again, you've got to give us a reason to give a shit why they're wrestling each other for the 18,565th time. My only wish for this match that would make it even more interesting is if it was a title match, not on Survivor Series. Yeah. Like if you had, okay, because then you get the, the people on the internet going, now wait a minute. Okay, so let's say hypothetically Becky's the champion. Okay, say it's for the Raw Women's Championship. Becky, Charlotte, blah, blah, blah. They hate each other. They had the, the riff backstage, whatever. Because then you'd get people going, well, if they go there on Sunday and tell Charlotte she's not winning the title, is she going to go out there and pull a Shawn Michaels Hulk Hogan in the middle of the ring and just act like an asshole before she lays down for Becky? Uh, if Becky gets told she has to drop the title to Charlotte, is Becky going to throw some kind of hissy fit? But right. like with this, it's cha a champion versus champion, no titles at stake. Like they're both going to be champion when they walk out of there, regardless. If we're going to know, we're going to know within a minute if Charlotte's winning, because Becky's selling like Sean at SummerSlam, if Charlotte's going over. That's a good point. See, no matter what I think, there, I think we can agree on that. One of those two is going to pull a Sean Michaels. <laughs> See, there is a line though, right? Like, you know, infamously in, in 2000 that <laughs> Russo constructed the masterpiece where Goldberg refused to take the jet hammer. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, I, and look, I'm not saying they're going to do something like that, but like, could you imagine if if Becky put the disarmor on and Charlotte just walked out of the ring? Was I'm not taking it. I'm going home. <laughs> like, how do we react to it? Because to me, that is when wrestling just the whole universe is shattered by that. It's bullshit. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Maybe that's what this modern take on kayfabe is. It's such an interesting. I and I'm not even doing a bit. A lot of times WWE stuff comes up and we like dunk on it. I am intrigued by the concept of this in in 2021 because. The thing that's really funny about it is the only people that actually know the story are those that are already well within the bubble anyway. So like, I watched the MMA Hour bit, and if you look at like the chat, <laughs> like they think it's they obviously just think it's all fake. So there's the only people that kind of think there's parts of it that are real dipshits like me that know all the story. So you have this weird like it's some, it's kind of a mess. It's the it's legitimately the most interesting thing they've done in I I don't know when like this is the only match I care about at Survivor Series. No offense. To Roman and Big E, I, I it'll be a good match. I love, I like both of those guys. Like it should be fine, but like this is a match they they haven't built, but they've built just through through the media and stuff. Be, Joseph, yeah. you mentioned like 
you know, can you do this? Is this what you have to do in modern? Like Robin and Biggie are more or less complimentary towards each other in all these interviews. It's like, yeah, we're going to go out there. We're going to have a good match. You know, both are at the highest level and all this stuff. It's like, all right, cool. But like they on TV, because they haven't done anything to make me care about this match at all. I'm just like, eh, whatever. And I'm kind of over Roman's storyline at this point. Like I'm excited for this match because there is that element. You can't do this every single time and you can only do this with the right people they've fell into this and i think they've made the most of it does all that media work will that bring in new viewers or is it a case of it pops us that have read the story of what happened backstage see when you say new viewers joseph yeah you you're when when you or anybody else uses that verbiage you're talking about viewers who are going to tune into the product and stay. Will it bring in viewers to Survivor Series specifically? Maybe. Will it bring new WWE viewers? No. 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 Okay. Well, this this you're actually you're right. Will it add people? Will people subscribe to Peacock that wasn't already going to watch Survivor Series? Will they now watch it because they saw what happened in my hour? Genuinely, like I mean, I'm not saying literally because like, obviously there will be a couple of people in the world that do I'm really, that. I'm really not trying to be an asshole, but yes, because doesn't Peacock still offer like just like any any other streaming service, first month free, and then <laughs> then you can cancel it, so I, you can get it, watch it, and then cancel it. I am a kind of my take, and it isn't necessarily about this match. I kind of resent the notion though that like the way of the way of bringing people into professional wrestling is this constant pursuit of convincing them that something real is going to happen, right. you know? And that makes me hypocritical in some ways because big appeal of something like Punk and King is the fact that it had this sense of reality to it. I just think if the story isn't playing out on the television show itself, I think it kind of becomes like a weird overcomplication of the art form, if I'm being honest with you. And this is where they screwed up and where Becky has done a tremendous job doing her best to save it. Cause I thought Becky's promo was great uh, on Monday, but she can only do so much just standing in the ring by herself without Charlotte to play off of Joseph. You watched that Charlotte thing on, right. on Friday. I don't know what she's going to do this Friday, but it was, it was awful. And like, if you just saw what they were doing on television, you would be, there's not that much in, intrigue with this. Like right. I put, I put the majority of this on Becky to take this and run with it and build it the best you can. I just go ahead, Jack. What are you going to say? Sorry. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I'm done with this. Okay, cool. I just, just, didn't <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I forget you get a full. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I think these women have done an admirable job and the media stuff is like actually really well done. Especially I haven't seen a lot of show stuff. The Becky stuff I thought was, was tremendous. Really was. I think it would be better for professional wrestling's growth and progression that the television shows are compelling rather than constantly being obsessed with working the smart fan and convincing them that they're about to see something real. Now, that may be kind of outdated talk on my part. It probably is. I am a firm believer in what Punk says about the casual fan. I actually believe that. What I'm getting at is I think we can make more wrestling fans by convincing them that professional wrestling is entertaining not that every once in a while professional wrestling will get real. That's what I'm trying to get at. That isn't a criticism of Charlotte and Becky. That's a criticism of You're right. the rest of the card being so uninteresting. Does that make yeah, sense? Well, I this is this is where Joseph, you yelled at O'Neill last night, but 
I swear I gave up on that a long time ago. So I'm fine with what they're doing here. It would be better if they could just make it entertaining on television, but they haven't done that for 20 years. Absolutely. So, yes. so you're so if you're excited for this match, you're entitled to be because I have intrigue in it too. I'm not criticizing them too. I'm just saying it shouldn't be the only time things feel alive yes. is when something real happens. That's what I guess I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. But again, with WWE, this is why we don't talk about WWE on this show right, yeah. that often because it's the it's the same thing every single month, and it's like, well, it's there's not much to talk about. There's nothing worth right. talking about because they don't plan any of this stuff out. It'd be cool if they did. We talk about it all the time. I will say, and we'll move on after this so Jack doesn't fall asleep, <laughs> Becky Lynch especially is a great example of something I talk about a lot with Kingston. I talk about with Punk. She's a tremendous example of, if you just list her skill set, she seems impressive, but not like she doesn't stand out from the back. She has a really great understanding of professional wrestling and yes. connecting to people. And she always gets her shit over. No matter what she's doing, she gets it over. And when I saw her on the MMA, I thought she did a remarkable job of coming across natural, authentic. I think she's great. I don't, you know, what she's doing right now on TV, I'll tell you and leave it. But I, I think she has a real great understanding of, of what actually wrestling is about, which is getting people's heads, getting their hearts, making them care about stuff. She's very good at that. She does. It's a shame they're going to waste it all. Yeah. Well, you said that, not <laughs> me. After, after, <laughs> like after Sunday. See, again, this way, I hate where this match has taken place. Because after Sunday, then what? They go back to their shows. Yeah. Yeah. They go back to their respective shows, and it's... I bet you, like, it'll barely be talked about again. Yeah, this stuff's not even, like... After this Saturday, this Sunday, it just moves on. They never have referenced Survivor Series artists. Now, I will say quickly, um, Biggie and Roman, like, what do you do for that finish? Oh... Holy shit. You were so right earlier, man. Like, this is such a weird time to book this match. Such look, a strange I, choice. Yeah, look, Biggie was Biggie was the only person on that roster, and I'm sorry if it, he was the only person on that roster to end this reign of terror from Roman Reigns. He was the only logical person to end this in front of a hundred thousand people at WrestleMania. Yeah. And I I've even I know I don't watch WWE anymore, but I still know who's there. And I still, from Twitter, kind of follow the storylines. I do not see anyone else on that roster that could do this. The only person I could see, and yes, I'm serious about this, and you just you have, is is Little Steiner. I agree. He's yeah. the only one that could put Roman Reigns out to pasture. Is if you bring that kid up, market him properly as a killer, and have him take out Roman. But other than that, before that, Biggie was literally the only person. That could have yeah. done that on a big stage and taken Roman out. And then you talk about reality. Do people forget that when those two were in NXT, Vince and Triple H got into an argument over who the next big star was? Triple H said Big E. Vince said Roman Reigns. When they were together in NXT, there was an argument over who the next top star is. And it was between those two. Mm. Man, Triple H's opinion doesn't really matter. Uh, well, but... Any, but so I look because of that. I don't think there's harm given the circumstances of letting Big E beat him clean. I think Big E should win. I said this. I don't yesterday. think there's harm now. I it's a it's a non-title match. I look, they're not going to do it clean, clean. But if you do something of Usos a New Day brawl yeah, on the, the outside, 
Right. Yeah, like you you can do it and still like Roman Roman's Roman. He's bulletproof. You got to do me, something with this Roman storyline. Go ahead, Jack. Correct me if I'm wrong to this point. Like the Usos have pretty much been flawless in their um like uh inter- yeah, like since the, the early their distractions. Yeah. They've been pretty good with that keep. Just have them screw up. Have them screw up. Have the new day come out and keep it and keep it uh even. Have Roman be distracted for a second. Big E, bam, big ending, one, two, three. And then you tell Roman, listen, man, you're the heel, so you go on SmackDown and explain this loss away. Yeah. And Roman's yeah. good at it. Just say explain it away. But I would now, given the circumstance, I'd have Big E win. I actually like that. So who's who is eventually going to take the belt off Roman? I th- I'm, when, I'm, Heyman, I'm, I, when Heyman turns. Uh, That's what it's that. going to be. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, you're pretty right. All right. I, saw, I mean, another one that I kind of bought into, I, I conversate, maybe Damian Priest. The only, the only thing I don't like about the Priest the scenario is that the dude the is priest. like 40. <laughs> the Priest. The, the only older thing than Roman. Think about the yeah, Priest. The dude is like 40, but, I, but if I'm looking at it from WWE's perspective, like in their mind, as far as a TV character, he's young. And he's been booked pretty solidly, so you could put him I against like Roman. But to, who do, I think it's gonna, I th- it, it'll be Drew. All right, Drew's, well, Drew's that gonna note. be the one to do it. I like Jeremy says Brock. I could see Brock. It's gonna be my Brock. money's on Drew. Drew will do it. Let's move on to something we actually care about. First, let me read a couple of super chats. Uh, Ryan says. Another soft topic, but can we discuss how Joe is trying to do a match of the year list, but is ignoring so many matches? Outrageous. Don't offend, I tried to I tried to do the Thunderdome thing, man. That shit was terrible. I don't know why we watched that stuff. I'm sorry. What, are, was... what are some good matches from the Thunderdome? Like, you know, some of, <laughs> some of the like, Roman matches, like Roman and Brian was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Roman. What uh, was it? Was it uh, Becky, Sasha, Hell in a Cell? Or Beck? Bailey, uh, Bailey, 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 Sasha, yeah. Hell that was Cell, that was really good. That was yeah. last year. Now, believe it or not, that, it was like thirteen months ago. That was really good. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. there's some good stuff. Jack just ignored the time. Like that was last year. Jack's like, yeah, that was still really good though. It doesn't qualify, Jack. He's just refusing. Wait, he wait, wait. You said the th- wait, 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 wait. I thought we were talking about the yeah, but it's match of the year. So I'm that, doing match. Don't worry, but he's had a tough time. <laughs> Tired, uh, man. Kate, Kate is congratulating me on on my max deal. Everyone send send me money for my new yeah. Money. Congratulations, dude! I saw that before. Thanks. Why would they send you money? You the, the whole point of the max deal is that you you yeah, don't. But I still now. I get money on top of the max deal. Have they sent you that t shirt yet? What t shirt? Bob Fish. Oh no, it's on the way. Oh yeah, of course it is. Four okay. or five wits got it for me. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, man. Yeah, I mean, the kick shirt. You know it takes like five months for a pro wrestling tease shit to get here, so he ordered it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Tremendous. Uh, Love four or five wins. Uh, We do have some some bobber chats as well. JJ says, hello to favorite big stars. Hope you're both doing well. Thank you for the distraction, especially this week. Been a tough one. Love you both. And then a bunch of hearts. JJ, hope you're doing well, buddy. Uh, Van Twin Blade said, Summer Chat brought to you by... Me shilling for Glory Pro Wrestling Apocalypse now at high spots. Uh, now, yes, you, dear viewer, can get 2D Lynn, get what's hers. There you go. That's fine. Go 
they're nice bots. They have cool stuff there. Joseph is a subscriber, right? I am actually, yes. Yeah. Um, sure, thanks for reminding me about that. Shot my brain count. Okay, carry on. <laughs> and uh, Jay Shell says, Hey guys, happy distraction day. Uh, sending you this so you guys can rant about my my future stars, Rick Starks, Dante Martin, Daniel Garcia, and Lee Moriarty. I mean, we like all those people. I don't know what we're ranting about. Rank those four. Oh, rank. It says rank. No, no, I want you to do that. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did We did it already, didn't we? Yeah, we, yeah, we I think did so, it a few yeah, weeks ago. Yeah. We did it. Um, yeah, Jeremy, you do it. Um, do it, you piece this, of shit. <laughs> dude, this sucks. Uh, Ricky Garcia, Lee Dante. Lee, Lee above Dante. That's where yeah. our arguments were. It was, it was between Lee and Dante where we yeah. had arguments. Lee's close. Yeah, I don't know. That's really, really hard. It's Not close. really arguments. I, I should say disagree. I'm very confident in Ricky, number one. Very confident in that. And I'm fairly confident in Daniel Garcia, number two. Lee and Dante easily could, could switch. I don't know, man. That don't know mine. Lee's something think, else. Man. It's absurd. I think Lee has, like, really good crossover appeal, though. Yeah. So do I. I actually have, personally... I, the more that I think about it, I would have Daniel Garcia lost, which is hilarious. Wow. Um, I mean, that's fair. Like, I'm not even mad Just in that. terms See, of star potential. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's the thing about this list. For I think we said this too a few weeks ago on The Grid, is that no, no matter what order you put those four guys in, yeah. you really can't say anyone's wrong. No. Mm-hmm. no I really... Yeah, they're all... They're prodigies. They're see, incredible. I see, see, I see Garcia as, like, the next Brian. And so because of that, Spare? like... I'm gonna have him high on my list. Like, there's a there's a charisma to Lee Moriarty though that I do think. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. There's something there, and like I've seen it the first time. I've not seen it as much as a lot of folks in the chat probably, but like I remember talking to you about him before he was in AEW, and like there's a presence to him that's really striking. They're all great though. They're awesome. Yeah, you can't. I think the only way you're wrong is if you put Ricky last. Yeah. Well, see, actually, I should rephrase that because I think Ricky Stark, Ricky Starks is Ricky's going to be AEW champion one day. Like, that's almost definitive in my mind. Ricky's going to be the world champion one day. So I think two, three, and four. I think Ricky number is a solid number one on the list. But two, three, and four, you can kind of swap out how you. It does feel like, and the more we talk about this, Jack, I think you and I had we had someone else as the fourth man because it feels like Ricky's on a different list. Yeah. We yeah, had, I don't, when yeah, we Ricky did it, we had Yuda as the fourth guy when we did yeah. it on the Grin. Who is yeah. very good, but would then be the fourth. Yeah, he would definitely be the fourth there. Yeah, in, co- in context for Ricky, I think like Ricky, I think, is a solid, like uh, he's gonna be a world champion. So yeah. It's interesting. They got a lot of talent there. A lot of talent. Jack, you want to talk about Brian Danielson? Buddy. Guys. <laughs> Holy shit, man. I watched it. I had just, I think I've talked about it on this show. And I know I've talked about it on the grid because I, I I had to explain, I think it was on the grid or maybe the Twitch. But one of the times we were together, I explained to Bob O'Neill who Ring of Honor Brian Danielson was. And I, what everything I explained in detail was what we saw last night. And I was, I, I can't tell you the last time I smiled that hard at a pro wrestling segment, not a minute, but just a segment. Because when Brian turned into the Ring of Honor American Dragon, just like that for this feud with Hangman. Look, and I saw people pointing out how great Brian is at transitioning from face to heel or vice versa, and he never misses a beat. Mm -hmm. And that also, 
remind you that he was heel in WWE. The tag team with Kane initially, the team hell no, and then the the, the tree hugger, Brian Danielson, that had that you know dropped title to Kofi, and Brian did a great job with those. Neither of those WWE characters are on the level of the American Dragon heel. This because it's very simple. He will go out there and smugly tell you the truth. I'm the best professional wrestler on this planet. I'm going to beat you, and there's nothing you can do about it. You're helpless. And that's what he did during that Ring of Honor title run of his. He told everybody, I'm the, I know I'm not the biggest. I know I, I'm not the best talker. I'm the best professional wrestler. I'm going to hurt you. And there's really there's not a damn thing you can do about it. And him saying last night, I'm going to go through every single member of the Dark Order, and they're all going to get hurt, and they're going to get hurt badly. It's a very generous, polite way of saying that both him and CM Punk are pieces of shit. Um, <laughs> appreciate that. But... No, yeah, I you're will say, Joe, if you want me to make you sad, the one thing I thought last night, and I turned to my wife and I said the same thing. I said, CM Punk is getting back to himself. Brian Danielson looks so happy. He was so... Did you see him last night? That was a man so happy to be in that yes. ring doing that. Yes. I told her, I said, I know everybody... I wish Samoa Joe would have just came. Yeah. I wish Joe, I said, nobody else. I said, I wish Joe would have joined the OG crew here. If they're going to pull shit like this, like, I wish you Joe made Joseph would. quit the show, what Jack. What do you, what'd you do that to him for? Can't do it anymore, man. Can't. No, and, jo- and Joseph, <laughs> but I'm just being honest with you. It hit me last night after the Brian segment. I was like, man, Joe is just the missing. Like, we've already seen Homicide. Like, Homicide is he at least. Jack, I love it. You got to go. You, you can't do this <gasps> to my co host. No, you bring him back. You it's can't fine. do this to my co-host. It's, 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 I need to, you know, it's for me to get over. That's all. Okay. I'm just telling the truth. He is. No, this, <laughs> not wrong. no this, this, this version of Brian, and then someone we just talked about. If Brian, if Brian's going to stick to this version of himself, then after he's done with this world title program, which we, we talk about creating intrigue. What reason is there to believe that Brian Danielson isn't going to take that title from Hangman? As much as we don't want to see a short Hangman run, there's very good reason that Brian's going to go into that match, stretch the shit out of him, beat him, and take the title. Hmm, it would be interesting. I don't. I it, agree with you that it's not impossible, but I think it would be a mistake personally. I, I don't think because here, but here's what AEW does, and Hangman addressed it last night because Hangman they set it up really nicely, and that Hangman said, "I beat him." You couldn't beat Kenny in 30 minutes. So by log- logically, yes, the hangman has every right to say, I did what you couldn't do. Mm. I still think Punk's the one that's going to beat Hangman. I'm pretty firm on this the whole time. Punk's going to feud with MJF and return to his role as a babyface, but the feud will go a long way to exposing the truth about who Punk is, even though he's the better guy than MJF. There's a lot of similarities between those two that I think they're going to establish over the next couple months. And eventually, the true CM Punk will reveal himself against Hangman. I really believe that. I think that's the... That'd be so cool, man. Yeah. Because yeah, you know how good so Punk cool. would be with that with that story to tell, man. Good Lord. That'd Joseph be so laid cool. Out on Monday's show, right? We yes. do a lot of shows. Uh, yeah, Monday's show, he laid out the, the whole world title program. And like you saw hints of that even last night. It wasn't... That wasn't a long segment. CM Punk didn't say a word, but him just yeah. refusing that handshake, like, said enough. That was like, so like, good, who, man. Yeah, of, like, who CM Punk is and everything. Like, yeah, they, they can do a lot of stuff with, with CM Punk, and he's going to continue to lean into it. Joseph uh, alerted me to the the Road 2 
uh, video that came out this week where CM Punk's like, I'm remembering who the fuck I am. And it's like, oh, yeah, he he knows. Yeah. Jack, you said it. Like, he knows who he is. He knows he's a dick. And mm-hmm. he's going to continue to it, – it's going to continue to be exposed. His dick's going to continue to be exposed <laughs> as we move just, forward. Yeah. He, like, bringing in Punk, like, I mean, we all know this, especially if, if you've watched him through, like, his his entire career dating back to Ring of Honor in the Indies, that Punk is better as a heel. Always was. Yeah. yeah. Always was. Just, just some guy. It's not a nice, nah, very good baby face, too. Like, he's not a ship. Like, it's not one of, like, he's very good baby face. But he's an excellent heel. All-timer. Yeah. And All-timer. then when you get a baby face champion again, like a hangman page for CM Punk to finally pull that trigger on, that, that that's going to get the people to go, you son of a bitch. It's going to be so good because he's not just a heel. When Punk gets his, when he gets rolled in, he's a monster, man. That dude's, he's just horrible, you know? And there's and we talked about on the Ring of Honor show this week, there's no line he won't cross for heat. Like, he'll make people feel uncomfortable real quick. He's a, and he's special. Brian mentioned WrestleMania last night. On, on AEW TV and like the way he was like what one thing Punk and Punk or and or Brian can do like when they win the AEW world title if it's one or the other they could say look how easy this was this place sucks like look I how easy we look how easy we took this place over when, when both of them came in that was kind of a suggestion I think we had is like I just came in here and just won your world title yeah. like that and didn't well, take that. Easy. there is something to be said for when Punk and King did their famous head-to-head segment on Rampage, I, from what I remember, Eddie did not name Danielson. Punk did, though. And he talked about Danielson being one of the guys that judged Eddie. Them two is like, not a tag team, but as two dudes that, as Jack just said, kind of share that ideology. They, and we know they want it. Like, yeah. they've, they've both said, like, before they were <laughs> both officially signed, they talked about, oh, who do you want to face? Who do you want to team with? Punk said, Punk said in an interview, like there were plans for him and Danielson to team in ROH before he went to WWE. See, look, everything we're saying here is nowhere near as important as the man John Moxley's recovery. We love that. We love that guy. We wish him all the best. So when I, what I say here is purely fantasy booking, and there's no rush because wrestling is nowhere near as important as real life. King and Mox versus Punk and Brian. Oh. He's like outrageous professional wrestling you know and i don't I, like we don't know what the timeline is on that it doesn't matter as i said but just there's so much you can that roster they've built is incredible man there's so many different stories you can weave you know something special there's so much you could like just the way AEW's the the way the manner in which they're able to just turn these stories over and just yeah. roll over with different things is freaking amazing it, it's incredible they just keep doing it they're about to lose omega i mean it, it said maybe until february i feel like he's gonna potentially which be i'm, out even I'm happy that. about because that that son of a bitch needs a break yeah he needs a he needs a break <laughs> yeah you're right um quick question because i i didn't know what we were going to talk about today so i asked like the twitterverse for some questions and there's one that came up that is very fit into this conversation Pete asked, um, now that you've got the build of, of Brian working the Dark Order guys, what does Hangman do in the meantime? You know, so that he's not just kind of sitting there waiting as a baby face. What, do you, what would you do there? Because I thought it was a really good question. What do you think? I think, I think he wrestles somebody. Like, he just has matches because 
And, and the reason for this is after Brian's promo last night, it's like, you're not out here working. Like I'm here to, I'm here to wrestle. Yeah. I'm here to fight. Yeah. You're just out here in your cowboy boots and stuff. I think hangman. And I took that personally and he's going to come out and he's going to just have, you could even do like, not for the belt. No, 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 no. But you could even do like an open challenge deal just yeah. once where he's like, you know what? If yeah. He's not going to fight me. I'm going to fight someone. And then Bud Matt comes out and beats him in four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> then we go, oh, shit, what are we going to do now? You almost had me in the first half there. Bro, I'm so sorry, Pete. I read your question exclusively to do that bit. But it was a good question. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's, no, but seriously, something like that where he just does a, a really cool match, that does the job fine, if you ask me. That works. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, he he'll he'll, he'll stay active because Brian called like, like Jeremy said. Brian called him out last night for being lazy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna wrestle. By the way, Brian, like, of course, Virginia would boo hard work. Oh, God bless. <laughs> he, he was feeling it last night. Like, he that was. was where they had the plan. They're like, all right, we're, we're, you know, whomever pitched it, Brian or Tony, or maybe they talked about it and came to a mutual. All right, look for this hangman because. I didn't see that coming last night. I thought no. Brian Hangman was just going to be a respectful. Mm-hmm. When Brian came out last night and started firing off, I was like, "Oh, this is this is a better idea. This is a this is a much better idea." Yes, I so, thought they were going to go that way once they announced the Danielson Evil Uno match because then it was going to show that he was going to wrestle all these guys, and you can't just do a "Hey, I'm going to respectfully beat all your friends and kick the shit out." <laughs> What about when they took a close shot on Brian's head and he looked at the crowd and went, he is going to get yeah. his fucking head kicked. Yeah. Yeah. He, said, oh. he literally, he was like, he, this guy here, this <laughs> piece favorite. of shit. And my then he favorite. did the stops of the head. Dude, that's the goat right there. That's the My favorite goat. thing about this Brian Dark Order thing that I thought about last night was, it's cool, like, it's what we want. We, we all assumed he was going to go through the Dark Order. And he is, and the Cabana match last week is pretty cool. Like that's pretty cool nostalgia. Brian is going to take it upon himself that when it when it comes to John Silver, Brian's going to take it upon himself to make that match oh. extra special oh. because he's a guy like everybody else can see what John can do when John's there in singles matches. I mean the the hot tags are great, but he's impressed everybody. So Brian, when he gets in the ring with Johnny, will say, "All right, let's get you to the next level out here tonight." Yeah, like Duke's mentioned in the chat. Because he's going to be at that show, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the Long Island show, right? Because it looks like the hometowns hilariously yeah. actually match up from the way I do this, which is he'll give he'll stuff. give he'll give Johnny some good near falls and shit like that. Yeah. Now, is the do we think the Hangman match is going to happen on the Battle of the Belt special? When is that? 
January 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 seventh, I think. Yeah, like, whatever that Saturday is. So you get through the holidays. I mean, they got I, enough I, people I, in dark orders where you can easily do, yep. stretch that out. Yeah, you could do yeah. this. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Do, that's when it'll be. It's interesting that that week is going to be big time because that's their TBS move and a primetime special. So that'll be something to see. That's, an, that's only an hour special too. Like, which is really? gonna be like, how would Wait, you format that? Tony said, yeah, I would just do a two match card when you yeah. like two big matches and just you could maybe see the thing is, is like 15... they're calling it battle of the belts, and it seems like you gotta have like more on there than just like a two match type of deal. Yeah, well, no, bit, just... you know, you can because Rampage is what it is. I would try to make it feel you just be like two blockbuster matches. No, I'm I'm with you. But when I hear Battle of the Belts, okay, I think so, like all titles are on the line or something. Well, it's more just him, you know, pulling his dick out about Clash of Champions more than anything else. <laughs> um, MJF versus CM Punk. Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. Oh, There's man. a one-hour block of television. I think that would be okay, guys. I think we can take that. Yeah. I mean, that would be good. <laughs> you know, you could do a lot of stuff. You could also do the buy-in on YouTube again. I think that, would be, different I stuff. Think that would be a good idea. Now, it, does feel, it does feel like if you two matches and you're not going to put a women's match on there though. That's a it's big just that's, with the title tournament that's final is Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you got to put a women's title match if, if it's battle of the belts. Like, yeah, I feel you like to. you got to put a women's title match on. There. I mean, if for nothing else, you know you're going to take shit if you don't. <laughs> I don't I know. Like Tony's not stupid. He's like, if I don't put a women's match on this battle for the belts, I'm gonna get murdered. Yeah, fair. I right, look. I think you're getting a little bit stuck on the belts thing. To be honest, maybe Clash of Champions was, you know, belts. Who needs them? It's just it's just their name for it, pal. It's WCW. God bless. It has belts in the title, Joseph. I need. And also, you can't. I don't think they'll be able to do Rosa and Britt because I think Rosa would have literally just lost the final of that tournament. So yeah, that would be tough to come back from. You that. know, unless you do what Bill's Mafia said, and it is a literal battle of the belts where you have champ versus champ. Which I mean, you could just do T, you know, AEW versus TNT, woman, um, you know, woman's I, title versus TBS. You could just I do was that. Just gonna say that, yeah. Like you could do Sammy versus yeah. Hangman, and that's a good way for Tony to say it. It says battle of the belts <laughs> in the name, like that's that what could, I'm and that could here. be. That could literally be the whole format then. Like, it's yeah. just those two matches. That, I don't know how I'd feel about that, to be honest. But it would be interesting. It'd be exciting. Yeah, if, I don't know. It, well, I mean, look. Because I, I, the thing we have to remember is they have a TV partner. So it's an easy way to satisfy something a TV partner wants. Mm. Like, like, the, remember, like, people have to remember, there are similarities between AEW and WWE. And one of those similarities is satisfying the TV partners. Yeah, their contracts are different, but they still have to satisfy. So if 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 Warner Media went to them and said, "Look, we want more shows," and they say, "All right, battle all the belts," like just throw it out there. Like that's you'd be like, "All right, well here, there we go, champion versus champion, all show." Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's going to be really fascinating this next two and a half, three months. Um, you know, the longest time of the year they have without pay per view is Full Gear to Revolution. They're moving network. They're getting these new specials. They're missing some of their top stars, frankly. They're also still trying to find the like full-time home of some of their new stars. Is There's a lot of moving pieces. Are, it's, it's really exciting as a fan, I have to say. It might be a bad... Uh, maybe. Are they going to do another Winter is Coming? 
They see there. Yeah, what would be the match for that though? Because if that was, do you mean it's just like a dynamite special before before January? Yeah, it would have to be a dynamite special. Yeah, like some kind of dynamite special. I mean, we had a title change the, last year. When's the when's the Long Island show? December what? December eighth. That could be it. Because last year it was like December second. Yeah, it was or December. Yeah, it was that. It was the first week of December or the second yeah. week. I think I think it was the first, like December fourth or something. Yeah. So you could do that. You could do like. Um, I'm trying to think what the biggest match you could do is. I'm kind of at loss with that, to be honest with you. I'm trying to think what they set up they could do I... immediately. Wardlow and MJF against Punk and Darby. Yeah, the uh the the Wardlow the Wardlow MJF split. I thought about this last night. I don't know why. I thought that it's it's coming during the punk feud. Yeah, it's got to be honest, right. you Jack. You're one of my best friends. I really worry about you when this thing actually happens, and <laughs> Wardlow just goes and teams with Lance Archer, and they like just go fifty fifty as a tag team. <laughs> you know? Oh. oh no! I was oh, going to send no. you a message in the group chat that I'm not part of. Oh no! No, no I'm just going to block Joe from Twitter. <laughs> and, uh, and Deleting his phone number. Please don't do that. It'll ruin all of our group yeah, chats. This is very, deleting. very long just, process. I'm just deleting I'm just, Joel from my life. I'm just your friend. I'm just looking out for you. I'm just looking out for you, man. There We're you go. Looking. Sting, Darby, and Punk versus MJF, Wardlow, and Spears. Oh, there you go. I was thinking of how to get Sting involved. And Good I Lord. completely kind of forgot about Spears. That's on me. Wow. Billy Gum, what a pop that was. Yeah. <laughs> what? I didn't see that. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I was sitting there watching the show. My brother, I'm like, so I'm guessing they're gonna do King and Goss here on Rampage. I'm so, I'm and I'm like, nope, I'm not getting it. Billy Gunn and Dovey got Darby Allen. That's what we're getting. Every time, every time I see Billy Gunn, I go, I audibly out loud go, he's so fucking big, dude. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm legitimately excited for this match. Billy Gunn's like, gonna just. Toss him around. You guys know I love AEW, right? Billy's fucking huge. You know I love AEW. I do. Putting Billy Gunn in the ring with these wrestlers of today is a bad idea. It's always a bad <laughs> idea because he works. makes them look so small. It works for Darby, though, because Darby's going to just the, bump his the, ass off. Was it the all-in casino battle royal or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I what he was in there for like 10 15 minutes or whatever, and I just kept looking. I'm going, he's so big. He's Our friend. A big man. Our friend, the fame confirmed shoot, message me. Oh my God, all caps. Darby versus Bill Gunn, best promotion of all time. <laughs> that was all he could muster when he saw when he saw what was happening in front you of his eyes. You think Billy's going to win? I mean, they put Matt Hardy over Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Listen, I made a point of nothing to talk about that on here, okay? I, I like being positive about Matt Hardy. This kid. His kids seem like such little pricks. It's like it's <laughs> the perfect dad. They both look like such little. He's pricks. just talking about Bill Gunn. <laughs> I know. I had to think about. it. I was like, why is he talking shit about Matt Hardy's kids? What, what do you mean? By the way, <laughs> Ishii last night, man. Blind. That dude is—he's so much fun to watch. I mean, it's only a little, a it's tiny just, glimpse of him, but God, it was just, great. It just got me excited for the you know the forbidden door shit like like how obviously fired up, how fired like, up were you when Butcher and, and Ishii just went face to face Joseph? 
Well, they had that great moment where he charged him down, you know, when Butch was throwing forearms and he just walked him down and got into the other corner. Sorry. I'll say this, Tony Khan, like, he deserves to lose his best promoter for not doing Kingston and Ishii while he was here, though. That's some... Can you imagine King and Ishii on a random buy-in at fucking <laughs> half, half an hour left of a random buy-in show just kicking the shit out of each other? Cowards. Imagine that match, man. Come no, on. I tweeted it last night. I, 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 I'm I, saying it for years. I, I just wish Ishii and Brock Lesnar could beat the piss out of each other for like 10, Brock, 15 minutes. Brock, That'd be, Brock, Brock, Brock would get so happy. With Ishii. He ain't Brock selling is, a thing. No. <laughs> Brock ain't doing nothing with Ishii. No, <laughs> yeah, no, no. See, I disagree. I think, I think. Brock would give to him like he gave to Samoa Joe because Brock loves the guys mm. who will lay it back to him, and Ishii would. There is so a, Brock would be like, "All right, you're good people." Think about Ishii is one of my favorite wrestlers. Loved man, very very small, very very little man. And I feel like Brock would. I think Brock respects respects little folks like that. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, he probably wouldn't like me either. You know, <laughs> Samoa Joe is a lot taller than Ishii. A lot taller. I would suggest about six, seven inches taller. What speaking it's of different. speaking of which, I, I I've been out most of the day. I don't know if you guys did anything on Fightful, but I I tweeted it out this morning when I saw it. What's up with this new Japan Noah press conference on Saturday? They're, they're having it. I don't know what it's going to entail. I just assume Kenta has bought the promotion and yeah, now yeah, I, like press uh, they announced pre- press conferences at the same time. Although I love how Noah advertised it as an emergency press conference. I'm gonna be honest with you. And New Japan was just like press conference Saturday, two o'clock. We can't lose Ring of Honor and Noah in like the same month. I'm sorry. I I can't do it. They're definitely together. This wasn't a coincidence. Something's going on with the two of them. We're gonna get a we're gonna get a little Marafuji action on AEW Dynamite pretty soon. God, that would be fun. Namichi Marafuji is gonna be showing up saying, All right, I'm about the business. Kicking Eddie Kingston. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 He has that. The thing about him is like he's, from what I can gather, he's somewhat polarizing online. But I will always remember first watching that debris when him doing the hook kick and just losing my mind. Like, he he just, he obliterates guys with that. It's incredible. Um, I did want to quickly, some of these questions, guys, I'm going to try and get to on the post show. Um, I wanted to see if there's any others here we need to tell. Jeremy, any other topics from you before I? Hijack the program. Uh, let me do a couple super chats. Antoine says, tuning in and out because uh, I'm at work. But I love the distraction, boys. All the hard work y'all do. Thanks for keeping me entertained while working. Goats. Hey, hope works oh well for you, Antoine. You should just like quit work and just watch us all day. It won't pay as well. But... Ribbon Blade says, Ishii came out to the Pixies. What the hell is this world? That was awesome. Yeah. That was incredible. Um, quickly here. I need to tell Jack about your blunder last night, your error, Jeremy. Oh, why you gotta do this? Because someone asked. No uh, one asked where. In my in my um, tweet about what they want us to talk about last oh. night on the the Dynamite pre-show, Jeremy Lambert suggested he actually claimed confidently that Alexa Bliss will be more remembered for playing Bray Wyatt's like second than being eighteen-time women's champion, I and Bob and I. Hope. Bob and I literally punched our webcams at the same time <laughs> and the chat. And like, apparently there was riots outside of his window last night. So you just bury him for that, please, Jack. All right. Oh, here's what, here's how I'm going to handle this. Good. Good. Right now, Jeremy, you're wrong. Oh, no. what the hell's the matter with you? 
Factual, yes. But when Alexa comes back, if she just sticks with this and it goes for God knows how long, maybe. Like, it could work Fair, both ways. Yeah. Like, right now, I disagree with Jeremy. Like, right He's crazy right time, now. Present yeah. time. Yeah, present time, Jeremy's off his shit. Yeah, agreed. But <laughs> if she comes, like, if she keeps doing this, which there's reason to believe she will, because apparently that that stupid merchandise sells pretty well. I mean, when Bob showed us that goddamn $40 jack in the box, <laughs> I said, well, people are buying that. So 40 <laughs> times whatever the number is, that's a lot of money. Um, it is fascinating, man. Like, did you guys see the number that Tribute to the Troops did on TV? Yeah, two mil. Brother, Wait, these there was are... a tribute to the troops. Did you? Yeah. I didn't see one tweet on my time. He got, two, he got two million views. Yeah, really... I'm telling you, man. Their, their audience isn't like the, the Lily thing is a great example because that thing, like, it's, it's over somewhere. <laughs> Not on our timelines, but it's really over. Look, that's why I tell people all the time, WWE's not for me. I don't watch it anymore. But I under, yeah. I understand that there's people who do, which whatever, like for yeah. whatever reason, whether it's for, you know, if they work at a wrestling website to make yeah. their money, then fine. Or if there's people who just get, I know this sounds crazy. There are people who don't go on Twitter every five goddamn minutes. There are exactly. people who don't give yeah. a shit what's happening backstage. Yeah. They do it into WWE, watch it. And guess what? They go on with the rest of their lives. They don't finish watching Raw going, oh, I wonder who booked that match. Who was the producer for this match? Those people are Not everybody does that. This is the <laughs> the actual truth is that we are just existing like deep within the bubble of this form of entertainment. So therefore, we actually have no read whatsoever on what normal people like about fresh wrestling because no. we are great big fucking dogs. Anyway, thanks for joining us on this <laughs> There you go. Oh, no, it's here. What's up, guys? Oh. Hi, Jack. What, what did Jack just say? <laughs> see, see, it's a see, it's a love hate thing. See, I talk to Bob like every day, and I'm always really nice. But then in public, I have to be cool like everybody else in fashion. <laughs> it, it's just one of those. But other than that, Bob and I talk really like best friends. Yeah. No, uh, we're good pals. Bob, Neil, do you have any idea what you're doing today? Um. No, not no, really. Jack, you want to talk about baseball? No, oh, no, 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 no. Not again. Bob, the, the cool, the cool uh, report time. yesterday saying the Yankees don't want to spend money on a shortstop. I almost lost my, I almost drank a whole bottle hang of water. Hang on, hang on. Cheesenator brings this up. I can dunk on this quickly. Cheesenator, keep it cheesenator coming up, please. Yes. Can we talk about the fact that Tribute to the Troops, was, which wasn't on my, which wasn't on my timeline once, had two million viewers, and NXT 2.0 is sitting wait, there with like four hundred k. Is is wait 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 is, is that median age for NXT? Is that correct? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. So th- so these th- these idiots rebranded that thing to a rainbow show, and are like are like talking about Mandy Rose's ass and and they're drawing sixty two year olds. You yeah. see, this is what yeah. happens when you don't put the title on Ricky Steiner Jr. It's true. <laughs> I don't think this, this is, is I don't think that's get. what's happening here, but okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna leave it there. Bro, they are so they are just so out of it. Yeah, I mean it's hilarious. Because here's but... the thing. They really thought this was gonna work. They thought they were gonna rip Triple H's thing away from them, completely overhaul it, and be like, Yeah, we're gonna get the children back. Bob no, thought it was gonna work. Not. Bob's exact quote to me was, there's a very good chance this revolutionizes professional wrestling. True. <laughs> and I was wrong. Factual. Right. Are you ready? 
Yeah, I don't have anything. You shot down my one plan. You talked about Survivor Series already. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bully about... you. You're going to have to preview Survivor Series on the uh, the post show. We're going to go match yeah. by match, and you're going to preview all the matches. That's fine. On the There's card. like five matches. Um, yeah. I'm not going to talk about NBA teams that may or may not have blown a 20-point lead to Portland last night. No. Not going to get into that. So yeah, Robert Covington really... hit a big shot. I didn't think he was in the league until yesterday. That was such bullshit. <laughs> Look, that dude's a really good player, and you guys like Bob even tweeted it, and I was going to reply, and I was like, you know what, fuck Bob. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't really have anything though. Um, well, here's O'Neill's corner three. He's going to do something for three minutes, everybody. History pilot. So, Jack, uh, you know, how are you going to not sign Carlos Correa or Corey Seager? If you got no, no fuck no, this. No. We're not doing this baseball stuff. Uh, okay, listen, I have no problem with him doing what he wants to do with this three minutes, but that's the one thing we can't allow anymore. It killed our viewership before. The season's over, guys. It's over. Factual. I don't even know that's true, but yeah. It is. They just left. They're not coming back. I kicked them off. So. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I kicked them off. They, they don't have access to get back in here. My Figure god. something out. No baseball talk. Figure it out, O'Neill. My god. The aggression. You know, you know what the funniest part about the baseball talk is, though? No, in all seriousness, Every is that in a month there's going to be a work stoppage. There yeah. is no baseball, technically. Okay, here's why, actually, Bob, can you do some analysis of the latest television ratings in world wrestling, please? Because I'm really intrigued on your take on that. Yeah, well, you want to talk about the Tribute to the Troops one specifically, because a lot of that, or at least some of it, is NFL carryover. Because um, they put it right after Wait, the wait, NFL did game. I just get fucking owned on the Distraction Podcast? <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> Dude, he kicked the shit out of you last night, too. No, did I, I just... Go ahead. I just wanted to clarify that because you know they did uh, the Christmas show last year and got like four million, and that was just people you know watching TV after uh, Saints Vikings. So I think you know putting it right after the NFL stuff, there was some carryover there. Um, it appears that you have just come on this show and taken the one piece of positivity I could offer to the World Wrestling Federation and just fucking eviscerate me for it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. Maybe people uh, thought I'm it not, out, tuned in. I, and, uh, you're the expert. You're right. I'm just saying. Like, you just shot down my WWF price. That seems I, um, bad. I recorded it because I wanted to watch Roman and Shinsuke, and I haven't watched it yet, and I probably won't. Just because <gasps> it's been like five days now. Yo, oh, no, can you say it, Fed what? Dead? Uh, no, no, I can't do that yet. Um, okay. You know. Was that a match yeah. on the Tribute to the Troops? Roman and Shinsuke? Yeah. Hey, can I find no that on the, on the internet? I don't know for sure. Like, because uh, I talked to someone else. He'll send it to you. Yeah, I DVR'd it. You want me to like record my laptop screen and on my cell phone? <laughs> Type trading Bob would be <laughs> tremendous. Um, yeah, no, but that's that's just what I think. Like, I think some of it could have been carryover because I don't think it was on at like a standardized time either. Because some markets had two NFL games. And some only Your thoughts on NXT's 2.0's colossal commercial failure? <laughs> Not ideal. Um, you know, again, that's why you uh, probably should have put the title on Braun Breaker. It's a direct path to uh, that and the failures that they've been experiencing now. Um, yeah, and then they ha- the, what they have that uh, like what do they see that the Usos' little brother is like a Samoa Joe replacement? Yeah, you yeah. know, um, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but I personally just think the Wednesday Night War should end so that both programs can grow. You know, because the toxicity of being on Wednesday is bringing both shows down, in my opinion. I agree. Right, Bob? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I should have talked about the video game. The trailer actually looks decent, and uh, hopefully it's playable. Playable? 
a yeah, video that's... game on release. <laughs> that's really what I'm looking for. But I'm a little concerned. The GM mode looks like you can only have three matches, which seems bad. But let it play out, see what happens. Um, <laughs> visually, it looks good. Uh, I mean, I would hope you know the pictures look good. Next generation systems. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, should be good stuff, hopefully, and uh, we'll see what happens there. And yeah. In order to fill the time, Bob began to say something and disagree with himself. Like he'd be like, "It looks good, but then it should do, right?" He went full Meltzer on your ass, man. You were like, "Good ratings, look at these ratings," and he was like, "Well, actually, yeah." Well, it's been. Look, I think it's been pretty clear for a while now that Bob's actually smarter than I am. I'm just louder, which is you know, story of my career. Um. Yeah, I, look, he's he's studied the game for years, right? He's Meltzer's right hand man. Bob only knows what he's talking about. <laughs> All right, anything else? Should I got more questions? No, I mean, yeah, questions. I meant to ask you guys. Jeremy might say, "Yeah, did you did did you listen to any of that stupid ass Ric Flair podcast?" Like for oh, work, I listened to the whole thing. What's it? How bad is it? No, I it's... would say what's it? How bad is it? It's it's not good at all. It's not oh. good at all. Rick's all over the place. He's just, I mean, Mark Madden is Mark Madden. See, but. see, Rick, I, I don't like Rick's debts. Like, I would just go to the grave with them. At the, like, I wouldn't try to make money to pay them at this point. I'd be like, yeah, I ain't paying that. No, not not paying it. Just the look, views I'll, of Jack Crosby does, do not reflect the reviews of Distraction and Fightful.com. <laughs> Did you really just, uh, just take him to the grave? The debts? Yeah. I, look, I'm not saying Rick should kill himself or like it, maybe yeah. 15, 20 years from now. Jack, stop talking. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I'm not paying those. Man, I, I just. Just the way you said it. I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, uh, moving on to our questions. Um, let me have a look here for a good one. Who's the bigger asshole, CM Punk or Brian Danielson? Uh, Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson right now. Yeah. Yeah. CM Punk yeah. is a, an understated asshole right now. Who do you personally feel is fleet bound after final battle? Jack, what do you think? Any Ring of Honor names come on? Uh, Gresham. No, I don't think so. You don't really? Think so? Oh, Jeremy oh, was confident about t- that. That's what I want because I saw I saw another ad for it. Can one of you two explain to me what this thing is he's doing? It's just a one-off show from what we've. Yeah. It, okay, so yeah. it's a one-off. I no, I did. I thought it might have been a one-off show, but is it like is it like a blood sport type show, but for grappling? I think so. Yeah, and I think if it, I think if it hits, they'll just do more of them. But like, it wouldn't be what I'm trying to say is it wouldn't be saying that would stop him from signing for promotion. You know? Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But now, um, Jeremy, why are you so confident he will not be joining Fleet? I just think he's going to do his own thing for a while. Like, it, will he eventually end up there? Possibly. Do I think he's going to be there immediately? No. Oh uh, well, here, what's Jordan's contract like with? He know? just resigned. Yeah. Because it wouldn't fault the guy at all. Like, if he wants to go work with his wife in Impact. Mm, uh, I would fault him for that particular choice, but yeah. (laughs) Now, Bandito is an interesting (laughs) one to me. Dude, imagine Gresh walking around doing, like, little cutesy backstage vignettes with, you know, John Swinger and, oh, God. I definitely think Brody King is coming in because, I mean, God, 
CM Punk publicly caped for the yeah. guy. So Brody, you're definitely going to see Brody. I think I think Brody King is definitely coming in. He's definitely in there. Um, now Bandito, like how hot is the stove for this guy? Where he, you know, that that bullshit he pulled with Travis Banks. Yeah, it's probably pretty hot. Like, we'll be honest, but <laughs> I know, but but I mean, not not bringing this up, not trying, not trying, but like you know, they just brought they brought in Jay exactly. Lethal. Oh, you're right, the, yeah, and, but. Like, how do you look at Bandito? So he booked Travis Banks and said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. Uh, oh, yeah, it was a bad idea." But then he yeah. put him on another show under a mask. That was rough. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have recommended against. And it's that. like, dude, come, what are you doing? Now, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm about to say something that's pretty shocking news. This is gonna, you know, websites are gonna run with this as an aggregated story. I want Jonathan Gresham in AEW more than I want the famed Australian Dynamo Buddy Matthews. Wow. That's how much I want him in AEW. Wow. I, I think people that. just do not grasp how special Jonathan Gresham no, is. They don't. And if you pair him with that level of talent, oh, my God, man. I think he can do – because to me, he's just different to everyone else, you know, with his frame, with his build, with the way he works. He's, he's spectacular. He he's, he's special. Jonathan Gresham is a special talent, and that's why I wanted. Like I said, if he wants to go work with his mm-hmm. wife, that great. Like that's that. Not going to fault the guy for that, but All I right. want to see him in AEW because he needs the biggest stage possible. Yes, exactly. He's proved himself already. Now get on the big stage, and and, and I mean, it goes without saying. I know it's, it's stating the obvious, but Brian Danielson works there now. You're going to give us all what we want. Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's a lot of matches for him. And he's so versatile, too. There's some people that think he's just like a mat wrestling. And it's like, look at the range of guys he can have great matches with, man. He's he's spectacular. He's he's the one I'm desperate. I will say, I think Shane Taylor Promotions are really nice acts. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, I think you've been um, adamant that Moses and Khan are going WWE. I just think they'd fit best in WWE. Yeah, but that was before you know stuff's happened, and it's but definitely I think they'd fit great. Um, it's not an insult, you know, they'd make a lot of money there. I I was really intrigued by by Phoenix saying, you know, like the best four man team in the universe. I was like, that was a really weird line that you would throw in there. Like you'd only throw that in there if if Tony Khan said, please say this because we're going to do something next week. And then, of course, the elephant in the room happened last night, the Briscoes. Yeah, Yeah, which we talked about a little bit, and it's just... Yeah, and... It's tough. I don't know. It's tough. And look, I saw him tweet it last night, and I think he's just the greatest human being. I think, speak it like Ian. Ian should be someone. Ian should have a job with AEW. Hire him and figure out something to do. But like Ian said, look, yeah, Jay made some mistakes, especially Jay made some mistakes. Both of them did. But they have shown that people can change. You know, it doesn't excuse yes. what you did in the past, but people can change. I just, and I wish, you know, they were more kind of publicly getting that right. message out. I agree. There, you know, I agree. I agree. Instead of having people stick up for them on their behalf. Right, exactly. I, agree. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Because, um, I mean, and it's, and you hate it for them too if they did change because, like, they're an all, right. they're an all time tag team. And right. I know that people like WWE fans will look and say, well, no, they don't matter because they never worked. It's like, no, that's, oh, no, not, they're, how this, they're that's not how this yeah. works. They're an all-time great tag team, the mm-hmm. Briscoes. Um, I don't know. But, uh, again, like the Jay Lethal signing really kind of opened my eyes to what Tony Khan will take a chance on. 
in a negative sense, yes. If you would have told, yeah, if you would have told me two months yeah. ago, you know, Tony Khan's going to sign Giolito, I'd say no, he's not. Me too. He's, he's not going to do that. And then when he I walked out there, for... said that on shows, man, I was like, "There's I, no way." I mean, my range of emotions at full gear when Tony Schiavone was like multi-time world champion around the world. I'm like, oh, who's this guy? And when he said Jay Lethal, I went, excuse me? It was weird. And yeah, then, I don't know. Yeah. And then the fans going nuts for him. Which, well, yeah, because, you, know, you know, there's a... That stuff just isn't... This, arena yeah, it yeah. Just, isn't that well known either. A lot, yeah. yeah, a lot of that stuff. Like, look, here's the thing with that, and I know you don't know this, Jack, because you have, you know, things to do in real life, but we talked about this in pretty good length. We haven't talked about it tonight, and I am... I'm a little bit kind of lost as to how we cover some of this stuff, to be totally honest with you. Um, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with how immediately normalized he felt in AEW last night because I think that gives them a whole lot of reason to continue to make hires like that. I don't know. I didn't make the hire. I don't know the story. I can only tell you guys what, you know, what is out there for you guys to consume. I really was kind of, I don't want us to kind of just review him immediately as like part of the program. Because as Jack just mentioned, there are other names uh, out there that I don't particularly want so, on that show, and it's like there, I don't know. There's, yeah. there, there's. Look, that, look, this isn't just pro wrestling, buddy. Right. Yes. Um. The, I mean, shit. The NFL is littered with scumbags. I, I say it every single week. One of the most. I know you don't watch the NFL, but let me put it to you this way: one of the most talented, explosive players in the NFL is a guy by the name of Tyreek Hill. Plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Won the Super Bowl two years ago. Went to the Super Bowl last year maybe the fastest player in NFL history, just phenomenal talent. Okay. A couple years ago on draft night, there was leaked audio. He's telling his wife, I'll beat the shit out of you again. I'll beat the shit out of the kid, blah, 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 blah. Okay. It was him. Every single Sunday, whether it's on the red zone channel or one of their games, I watch Kansas city chiefs. It's never once is it brought up. The announcers will always talk about, Oh, what a generational talent he is. And what is it? This is, it's not just pro wrestling that has this problem. Right. It's all forms of entertainment. Look at the scumbags in Hollywood that keep getting outed like it's every goddamn year. It's all it's all sports. It's it's a problem across the board. I mean, people think it's just centralized in pro wrestling. It's not it's not great in pro wrestling. It's not, but it's not centralized to pro would wrestling. Would you would you agree though that wrestling's weird kind of existence between both entertainment and actual sports makes it a really strange one in the sense that, and listen, what I'm about to say is really dumb because this is not as nearly as important as the stuff that happened in real life, but I'm going to say it because it's the truth. Part of my reaction to Jay signing was like, like really? Like that's the guy you're going to take the risk on for all this. Does that make sense? Like, because wrestling is insanely subjective and who you may see a world champion in, I may see not at all, so then when you add that element, it's like sports are kind of, if a guy's great at his, in his position, he's great in his position. Wrestling, there's a lot of guys I could suggest to you that could do what Jay Leaf was probably going to do for AEW. And then, and that makes it kind of more, it, I guess, tough. I don't know. And then from Tony Khan's perspective, not saying he, he looked at it like this, but any kind of business owner, team owner, pro wrestling promotion owner, they're going to look at Jay and go, did you get arrested? Jay's going to go, right. no. Did you get charged with anything? No. And they're going to go, mm-hmm. oh, I don't see a problem here. So it's just, it's just someone someone alleging you did something. Well, yeah, that's pretty much it. And whereas they should go, ah, you know what, though? Maybe it's best we just... 
that that's usually the questions they ask. It's going to go, you weren't arrested. You weren't charged. You didn't spend any time in jail. This wasn't really a, you've been, you've been keeping employment, which you did with Ring of Honor. You've been keeping employment. So I'll employ you here. Right. And that's the thing that too, is that those of us in the media, myself included, did a poor job of kind of shining a light on this subject while he was in Ring of Honor. So what's the problem with him going there? You know, um, it's difficult. I don't and then you created, then you created another problem with your side. And I mean, no, because you guys at Fightful do a great job with them. You, you really do. Like, I don't want this to go. I don't agree with those pro media scrums in pro wrestling. I didn't oh, agree we... with Triple H's stupid <laughs> media calls in NXT. I don't agree with Tony Khan gathering everyone together after these pay-per-views. It's pro wrestling. Calm yourself down. Do your show and get out of there. I, I, I don't. I, I just don't. I never did. Again, right. this is going back to Triple H's media calls. They're stupid. Let just enjoy the entertainment show. I don't agree yeah. with them because they keep me up until five o'clock in the morning. Um, no, I, I do. I feel bad because they bring you guys content and they keep. But I, I just, I, I, I was always against them. I don't like them. I agree. Wait, wait, I understand Joseph's point because we kind of mentioned the same thing on the on the post show, and. You know, Jack, you, you talk about Tyreek Hill. A lot of guys, and it's not right, but a lot of guys in sports will get those second chances because it's like, well, they're great at what they mm -hmm. do, and we can't find right. anybody who is on that level, so we'll just forgive and forget. Like wrestling, Jay Lethal, you could just slot Buddy Murphy into that spot. And and there's a, yeah, there's a, a no end of – like a plethora of names I could come right. up with. Right. But yeah, and that's and that like honestly, I'm not going to sit and tell you guys Jay Leaf was bad wrestler because he isn't. He's actually a very good professional wrestler. He had a very good match last night. I'm not here to try and do something about oversell that he's bad because no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm saying that wrestling is sport in how kind of much it was built on you know athleticism and these guys are athletes and they their bodies the way you know it's all very similar. There's an overlay there, but there is a big element to me of it being an art form. And I can only speak for myself because I genuinely, I'm not good at doing the separate the art from the artist shit. I'm not. I never have been. I don't listen to those albums. I don't watch, you know, that's me. I, but it depends who you are, who you're talking to. It's just, it's, it's difficult. I thought you had something. I thought Jack was going to say something. No, I just, I just <laughs> happened to peek over. I happened to peek over the chat and there's a lot of people like with the scrums and stuff like it's like post Super Bowl interviews. It's like a post Canelo. Listen to me, like I I understand that, and please don't take this the wrong way. Those are real sports. Pro wrestling are scripted television shows. Like I don't want to watch Succession on HBO every Sunday and go, okay, bring out Kieran Culkin. Well, they do that with Talking and, Dead, right? And, and like wanna... Walking Dead, they do that whole thing. People like but, that shit, Jack. But those aren't like, how do I put this? You're wrong. JJ this, says no. No one's gonna do the best without offending people. Here's the thing: is that if you did like a if you did a presser for a television show, no one would ask the actors like for their their characters' mindset, which 100% happens at professional wrestling because it's this weird middle yeah. ground, right? It's just weird. So it's hard. Pro wrestling sits like almost in a category by itself. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it, where it's I don't know. So it's, it's a weird in the middle. Yeah, I don't know. 
Everybody says, couldn't get invested in the lethal match, just kept thinking about the elephant in the room. Providing a good match shouldn't overshadow the issues. I'll admit it, I didn't really pay attention to the match. Yeah, because that's again, this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. Is if you're a sports fan and your team has a piece of shit on it and you win, you are one hundred percent still gonna feel the thrill of winning that game. That's not why people necessarily watch professional wrestling. People watch for a range of reasons, you know? And if you if you watch it like you want to analyze and enjoy the art form, it will 100% affect your enjoyment, I think, to some degree. It doesn't have to, and I'm not even saying Jay necessarily. Like, there's obviously a range of good and bad in professional wrestling. I am talking for myself, we'll say, that I'm probably, like, it limits my enjoyment immensely, I would say, when there's that kind of thing looming over everything. I have to be honest. Jack? Any closing thoughts before we wrap up here? No, I think we covered everything. Okay. And guys, uh, just you know, for any any new viewers, I know this is our kind of kind of main show and everything. Joseph and I did a lot on on this topic uh, Monday. We we did a lot on the lethal topic, and yesterday we did a lot on the the Briscoes topic. I never want anybody to think that we are like avoiding subjects. Or anything like that or i'm trying to just wrap things up to get out of here we will and you know what we have a post show in seven minutes and if you guys want us to keep talking about this stuff we will continue to keep talking about this <clears> stuff. but we uh i think what would we say on monday joseph like we're not here to avoid topics or anything like that if this if uh, no. you guys want us to talk about stuff we we certainly will um yeah I, I i just i don't know the best way of talking about it i personally and I'm kind of lucky because I'm not in a position where I have to cover everything. But I personally am not going to – and this goes for other guys that I've done it with previously. I'm going to try my best not to normalize their presence by just treating it like it's this weird asterisk, which I think – I think there's some stuff I can treat like an asterisk, like some wrestlers' dumb beliefs, you know. And when I say beliefs, I mean stuff that's not yeah. like what we're talking about the Briscoes. I mean like – you know, like to tweet that the earth's flat. Like I might sometimes in, in passing go, oh, but then he's beliefs and we can all laugh. I'm not going to do that for shit like this. It's actually a lot more serious. So if I've done it before, I apologize. I probably am not going to talk about these wrestlers, um, which isn't great in its own way because, like, not talking about it doesn't really help either. Okay. I just don't want to be the guy that, like, expects the audience to forget. If you want to hear people talk about those wrestlers, there's so many other podcasts out there. It's just I don't really want to do it anymore, to be honest with you. There you go. Jack, would you like That's to plug good. anything? I got nothing to plug. I don't do anything. <laughs> I feel like you do some stuff, Jack. Yeah. No, just follow me on Twitter at JCrosbyCBS. Maybe I'll tweet about AEW. Mostly Wardlow. Mid-card Wardlow. <laughs> hey, I tell you, did I tell you guys Bob offered to buy me the action figure? Why'd you take it? Did you take, what, did you take the offer? No, I'm not like we 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 actually we cut a deal. We cut a meet in the middle deal. Oh no! Because I said, buddy, you're not ordering. No, you're you're not you're not doing that for me. I said, I appreciate it. you're not doing that. He goes, all right. How about this? If I see one out in the wild, I'll buy it and send it to you. Like if Bob happens to be roaming around the store, and he's like, oh, there's a Wardlow figure. He's gonna. You know, buy Bob it. can't walk, so like him roaming around <laughs> the store. It's gonna be <laughs> This show has had so many just, just no need, man. Blow the bell. <laughs> uh, Joseph, anything? Yes, a lot, actually. You can join us on the post show that's going to be starting very shortly here on our, our own channel. 
Then I'll be hopping over to Patreon, um, latenightgrin.com, where the, the guys are going to be booking Texas Wrestling Federation. I'll be sitting on that and just talking with the chat and all that stuff. Yes, I'll be sitting in again until I feel yeah. like I'm actually going to announce it now too, Jeremy. Seems bad. Um, next week's episode of The Distraction is on Thanksgiving, which is apparently a thing that you uh, buffoons over there celebrate and get happy about. So... <laughs> Oh my God. So I went with buffoons there. Huh? That was interesting. So um, we're going to be taping a show and it's going to be a historic show. And when Jack hears this, he's going to, he's going to pop for this lineup <laughs> because the, the late night grin is going to be invading the distraction. As we tape a program that will be myself, Jeremy Lambert, the great Robert O'Neill. And of course the famed infamous confirmed shoot. As we tell you all for around 90 minutes, what we're thankful for in professional wrestling. What could possibly go wrong, huh? There you go, folks. That'll be next week's show. It's going to be something. Yes, we, we will not be live next week. It is Thanksgiving. Uh, I do celebrate with my family. I'm technically on vacation from November yeah. 23rd to November 30th. Imagine that, me taking a vacation. Oh, but I'll still be doing shows and whatnot. So we are taping uh, next week. Not a live show. There will be a show. We'll still have content on the Distraction Channel all next week so don't don't worry about that you still get plenty of content uh guys head over to the post show youtube.com slash fightful distraction we'll catch y'all over there and talk to y'all in like five minutes ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go nearly two million ohioans live with a mental health condition in the u.s more than 50 percent of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.